Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on The Floor. Welcome to another news edition of The Floor, giving you the updates on uh, your favorite universes or one that you just like to visit. This month, the probably the biggest news coming out, especially relative to our release, is The Witcher. Uh, Henry Cavill will finish season three, which will be releasing early next year, but then he is going to be re- replaced by Liam Hensworth, just ground shaking news. So, in DC news, Henry Cavill <laughs> will be taking up the mantle of Superman yet again. For DC fans, be excited, <laughs> but because is he why. is coming back as Superman. Yes, and, and those two are completely related. Like we all know, that, uh, <laughs> his reasons for stepping down. Now, uh, of course, I did some digging on this, and I don't think there's ever a clear answer. Uh, a couple people dug up various quotes from him about his work on The Witcher. Frustrations with the changes Netflix have made to the series along the way. And at one point, somebody says, I wish they would just be more true to the source material. So I think a combination of all the money they're offering him for Superman and just being exhausted with fighting within the the Netflix team to just just tell the story the way it is written. Well, yeah, because Henry Cavill is like super nerd. That's why we've coined the phrase king of the nerds right and so when he's read through and memorized these books and is acting out the main character and the writers don't do it exactly because they want to add their own writer flair well i mean i'm just excited to have him back as superman i want to put a positive spin on it i think that's that, that's still well and so so i mean i've had this conversation with so many people at multiple different castings throughout history and i always go back to uh is it heath ledger as the joker when that was announced, the internet went crazy and they just were making fun of him. Here was this pretty boy heartthrob being cast as this, uh, you know, maniacal villain. And they just thought it was a terrible decision. And think about it. There's a, there was a small group of people who were in the casting room when Heath Ledger went in there and said, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And they saw all the jokes going up on the internet and they're just like, you guys don't know what's coming. You have no idea what's coming. Be like, right. we were there. We saw the addition. We chose him for a reason. And we knew you would laugh, but we were there. Right, right. Is, yeah. And he's like the best performance. Like, Joker. He is the best live performance of the Joker, I would say, in history. I, I don't think there's anyone close. He, he, as far as like live action, he redefined the role. It's like oh, yeah. you, you can argue whether or not he is the best Joker because Mark Hamill put Joker on the map. If you didn't know, True. Mark Hamill 
who plays Luke Skywalker, is the voice of basically all uh, Jokers from like the 90s to yeah. early he was, he mid-2000s. He was Joker for, for, for a lot more time than he was Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. He, no, he was Joker for the Arkham games. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Heath Ledger, he, you know, anytime somebody picks up the mantle of the Joker now, Heath Ledger's who they compare you to. Well, how do you, yeah, how, how do you hold up against Heath Ledger, right? And so anytime there's a like people go nuts over casting, I always I always remember that they went nuts over Heath Ledger, but the guys in the casting room got it right. They oh, yeah. saw the audition and they said, this is the way to go. And so, you know, I, as much as I, I understand, like Henry Cavill nailed the role of Geralt, they chose Liam Hensworth for a reason. And... We were not in the addition room. We didn't. We didn't see what he picked. When you say addition room, are you meaning that there is a a subtraction room as well? Because audition, yeah. Uh, But yeah, and so so that's always kind of my take on that. Is uh, you know we we didn't see the addition, and uh, they did. Well, we will see what it looks like. Yeah. So that's the big news there. Uh, Brandon Sanderson, uh, the last book in the Alloy of Law series, the Wax and Wing, will come out. This month, uh, so if you're a fan of Brandon Sanderson, that is the final book in that series. So, right. big, really big news there. A lot of us waiting for that for a while. We like Brandon Sanderson over here. And then, of course, huge news in D&D. Um, so, 6th edition is scheduled for 2024, but mm-hmm. the play test was done in October. And Ooh. so, we have a, a top 10, and I'm actually not going to go through all top 10. Like, if you're really into D&D, you can check it out. Some of the biggest changes are, uh, one, rangers and bards will now be prepared spell. So, they can swap their spells at a rest. Huge change there. Mm. They say that there's a lot of changes to spell access and magic, but the article didn't go into enough detail that I could explain that they just say that like schools of magic is far more important in what you can access rather than your class. Oh, interesting. So, so. yeah. So you'll have your focus schools and that will be a far bigger determinant of what, what spells you access on the spell list as opposed to your arcane or divine, different things like that. At least that's my understanding. Like I said, the article had one paragraph and it wasn't super clear, just said that there's some big changes coming to that. Um, Can we do the test, uh, six edition? Is that a possibility? If you know a guy. <laughs> yeah, if you know a guy. Yeah. I think his name's the internet. <laughs> Um, yeah, so those are, those are the big ones. Like I said, you can look that up if you want to um, and see some of the changes coming in 6th edition for the fantasy world news. Right. Uh, my big news was, was Superman. We don't have a lot going on. Uh, we've already done updates on Marvel. Nothing, nothing's changed that I've seen for, for Monsterverse. So we're, we're, we're kind of at a steady right there. Well, I wanted to go over uh, the Steam sales coming up for the games, you know. Uh, So we have uh, the autumn sale. This will be November 22nd to November 29th. We have the winter sale. This is December 22nd to January 5th. And then the spring sale. That will be March 16th to March 23rd. So you can... Save your monies for those time periods. Yeah, I guess those will be some really big sales, definitely. Mm-hmm. 
In cyberpunk news, there's not going to be a cyberpunk edge runners season two. They're not working on anything. So my question there is that it seemed like it was a big hit. It was. Was it just they had never planned on two seasons? It was just planned as a as a as a almost a mini series. Correct, correct. It was a standalone piece of work, and you know, and uh, the creators of this were, were, were kind of questioned on it. They they said, you know, it, we we'd like to make some more anime in the future, but it'll be completely different work. Right. Uh, we're, uh, we're not expanding on Edge Runners. What is it? There's a Netflix series where they have the chip in their heads. I cannot remember. It's like Altered Carbon or something? Altered Carbon, yeah. So Altered Carbon, uh, the main character is essentially always trying to solve a mystery, almost like a detective in each season. But other than that, he is on different planets, different worlds, different times, you know, so he he gets spun up, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So essentially they take the, the disc that contains his, memories and consciousness and just put it into a new body so even though he's the same character you you have a new actor playing him each mm-hmm. season as well is that a good show i've never watched it uh i like altered carbon yeah i think it's good very yeah. cyberpunk mm-hmm. okay so basically what you're saying is it'd be cool if they had other stories in that so world. what i'm saying is they could kind of do that with the edge runner you know just be like this is a story from night city and this is the season yeah so Altered Carbon is heavily based on the role-playing game The Eclipse, um, and and this uh, it won a, a role-playing game of the year uh, when it was released, and uh, it, it was that world, um, and and so they heavily based that show off of that role-playing game. Well, like I said, it's a very cyberpunk world, far in the future, advanced tech, like especially like the beginning of season one, so cyberpunk. Like at one point. The government accidentally kills a four-year-old girl, so they have to provide a new body to the family, and they put her in, like, a 50-year-old woman, and the girl is just, like, confused out of her mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be not the best. Yeah. Um, So, uh, oh, and Altered Carbon is referred to as transhuman uh, rather than cyberpunk just because of the ability to move bodies. Uh, yeah 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 so it's beyond human at this point right that's kind of how they relate that interesting anyways cyberpunk 2077 now has over a 90 percent approval rating they oh, also release they really bounce back from their terrible launch they they have yeah yeah like, you 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 could go pick it up and play it today and and you'd be like I'm not noticing problems, you know, um, whereas before it was constantly glitching people where it was unplayable. Yeah. Um, but uh, some things that they've released lately, they uh, released uh, 4K resolution and 8K resolution options. Um, they hit a benchmark of having 1 million players a day for four weeks straight in a row. So they are getting lots and lots of play. Um, you might not have noticed this, but if you're playing the game, you can go into your settings and they have a, uh, crowd and traffic density options. So you can, uh, have more pe- bots walking around, you know, NPCs or less, or less uh, yeah. but a lot of people that that was kind of a complaint is it doesn't feel like there's enough people. It doesn't feel like a big busy city. Oh, interesting. 
so that's something new that has come in there that way but, so it's a, it's online no multiplayer is not uh up yeah yeah it's just okay. npcs it's, that walk around the city yeah people complained there wasn't enough of them that it felt like a crowded busy city like cyberpunk is right and, did you just get up and leave and come back joe no Sorry, I was grabbing something. <laughs> you came back all echoey. All right. In Dune News, Dune Sisterhood, uh, this is the TV series coming out. Uh, it is based on the 2012 novel by the same name. This will be set 10,000 years before Paul's rise to power. This is about 80 years after the Butlerian Jihad. Oh, so- it's after the Butlerian Jihad. See, I thought this was like the formation of the Bene Gesserit before. Ah, so so there, there's there's the Bene Gesserit that, that's a small group before. Uh, this one, we're going to have the Harkonnen sisters, and they are kind of core elements to creating the Bene Gesserit as they are now, this, you know, intergalactic, all, you know, all the power that they have and reach that they have. Um, it'll be them setting it up, you know, and also adapting to a world where, the, you know, technology isn't allowed anymore. Um, right. So, you know, there's changes that's, that are happening. That's super interesting, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, did you have a release date? I don't remember if you said one. Uh, for Dune Sisterhood has not been announced yet. Okay. Nope. Um, but we do we don't know how much their budget is for it, but we do know that they dropped six hundred and fifty million in Hungary alone. Um, so it is it is a high budget uh, series we got here. And yeah. the reason uh, uh, I think that number is so high is in Hungary they have a thirty percent cash rebate on filming in their country. They want people to come film, so the government will pay you back 30% of your budget that you spend in the country. Nice. Uh, And and it could also be uh, Game of Thrones was just a massive hit for HBO, you know, and I mean, Mm. we see that in the spinoffs, right? They are, we've got House of the Dragon, we've got the House of Baratheon, we've got, uh, I don't even remember what the Jon Snow one's going to be called, right? It's just a huge hit, just, you know, brought in a ton of viewers for them, brought in a ton of attention, and uh, so they're really trying to milk it, and so I wonder if they're looking at Dune and being like, you know, here's this uh, epic story in this complex world with a pre-built fan base like Game of Thrones, if we do a really good job, like like we've done on our Game of Thrones, we can tap into that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, um, uh, we we have some uh, new actresses who who've been named who are going to be you know these uh, the Harkonnen sisters, uh, as well as some other actors. But uh, one fun crossover we've got going is Fiolin Cunningham. She was in The Northman. But she's going to be in the upcoming show, Witcher Blood Origins. Um, but she's also playing Sister Jen in Dune Sisterhood. So I think that'll be a fun crossover there. You know, we've got people playing in Dune and in Witcher. That's my news for today. Well, all right. Uh, thanks for uh, checking in with us, guys. And we hope this has kept you updated on the things you want to know about going forward. And then we'll be diving right back into The Witcher.
Thank you. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah, and if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it, maybe you even want to share the content with your friends. Uh, Like and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes. And we actually started a Discord, so come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, If you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction. Or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. (laughs) Yes, we will. Also, the treasure room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there. And each week... We add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. uh, We hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, Think about your favorite part of the episode. Now think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together.